welcome to Moreland Myths. Welcome to our podcast. Very first episode. I'm Haley. And I'm Corinne. All right. Well, Haley, do you want to tell our friends uh, what we, why we decided to do this podcast? Uh, we actually decided it while discussing a birthday party. Um, <laughs> if it was, <laughs> it was dinosaurs or unicorns. Am I right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So dinosaurs are unicorns, and dragons. I was telling you that, we should like, throw dragons in there too. Yeah, I was, I was telling the... you that the toddler kept going back, but back and forth between those two, and I wasn't sure. Like it depended on the day, what her <laughs> party was going to be, and so I was making fun of it, and I was just saying, well, maybe I should just throw in dragons, and we yeah, can. It just include the animals that Noah forgot. And you immediately sent me the same text message, like yeah. three seconds, like we sent it at the same time. It was just <laughs> the like... ones that that Noah forgot, but we didn't need to worry about mermaids because they could swim. <laughs> yeah, mermaids are fine. So that means they're real and we won't be talking they're about fine. them on this podcast. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm excited. This is our first episode. I know. I can't believe we finally did it. We it's been are so it. much planning to get this off the ground. And I'm just it's... so excited that we're getting it on tape. <laughs> it's not... We don't really have a set plan on who goes first. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you um... want to flip a coin? Do you have a coin? I might have a penny. Do I, oh, have, hey, a I have a coin? I do. Are you kidding I me? I have a no. I have a quarter. Oh shit! All right, flip a yeah. coin. Heads, Heads or tails? I have to go get it. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> it was tails. Okay, so that means I lost. So that means I go first. Sure. You just made that rule Is up. Is that so what yes. you were planning? <laughs> Ready to listen. Okay. So Haley and I do not tell each other what we're going to bring to the podcast for the week. So we each go and we do our own research and on a topic that we find interesting and bring it and tell each other about it, share a story, share some information, and you guys get to listen along. Um, we're not professionals. We are not historians. We are doing our own research. We just want to share some cool stuff that we found on the internet. Yeah, and some books. We, and we're some reading books. some books. Random There's knowledge. Books. Oh, I love books. Sorry, oh, we yeah. do not need to go down that side note. But yeah, nope. stuff we'll learn from books, the internet. But yeah, we're bringing our own personal research. And we're, you know, we're bound to get stuff wrong. And if you think we got something wrong... We actually can't wait to hear about it because we have actually a fact check, a fact check episode once a month where if we mess something up and you send us an email at more than miss podcast at gmail.com, which we'll tell you again at the end of this episode. And we will correct our wrong doings. 
mistakes. Our wrong sayings. Our wrong sayings. Um, no, Our wrong we, facts. Yeah. We're totally fine. We're human. And we're here to tell our friends, you, our friends, um, what we've learned. So this week, Haley, I've been so excited to tell you this because I, the first minute I looked it up, I was wrong about it. So <laughs> just, just you fucking wait. We're, I'm going to talk about sirens this week. Ooh. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. ready to learn about some mermaid looking ladies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was my first. Every instance I've ever seen of a siren has been a mermaid lady. Right. Well, yeah. Isn't that what it is? Nope. No, it's not. They're bird women. <laughs> a bird woman. Bird women. They have a beautiful womanly neck and face. And the their bodies are bird are bird bodies. They're bird bodies. Bird and bodies. Lady lady heads. Lady birds. Women heads. Lady bird. Lady birds. Ladybirds. Anyway, I was just like thinking I was doing some form of evil mermaid, and it's not an evil mermaid. It's an evil so, bird woman. Evil bird woman. Yeah. Seriously. So in ancient Greek mythology, the sirens were known as bird women, and they lived on an island in the Strait of Messenia. I think that's how you say it, um, which is between Italy and Sicily. And so a little bit about how they became bird women. So what I found was they are either the daughters of Archelaus and the Muses. So I read that there were between like, there might've been two sirens, but there also might've been five sirens. So I, I didn't find consistent information on that, but um, they were known for singing tempting songs and luring men to them and killing them essentially so but more about that later so they're said to come from there's a couple of different origin stories so i'm going to tell you the ones that i found the first origin is that they're said to be friends of persephone who, I don't know if you know the myth of Persephone and Hades, but Persephone goes missing, and she is the daughter of Demeter, who is one of the 12 Olympians. Like, again, we'll we'll get there someday. <laughs> um, and Demeter charges her friends, the sirens before they're bird women, she charges her friends to go and find Persephone because she's missing. So this is where it was a little unclear. She either turned them into bird women to find her so they could fly and look for her like overhead. Or when they couldn't find her, she turned them into bird women. That's one version. Well, both is plausible because, I mean, if you are a bird woman, you could travel a greater distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, 
if you get back and you're like, you know what? I can't find your I can't find your daughter anywhere. I feel like the Greeks were always really angry. Like the Olympians yeah. were always oh. really angry if you disappointed so them or didn't do spiteful. what they wanted. Right. So she yeah. probably was like, you know what? You're a bird woman now. Yeah. She's yeah. like, curse you. Literally curse you. Okay. So bird women who are known for siren song. I'm, so that's where the phrase comes is their siren song. The siren song is the most alluring, magical sound that you will ever hear in the world. It is, and it's not only just like a beautiful song, they're singing of like tempting information. So they're sharing knowledge and information that like you want to get out of your boat to go finish hearing what they're saying. Oh, so it's like dub okay all right they really want to bring you in with the beauty and listen to my song i'm going to tell you the secrets of whatever yeah of the world okay so like they are temptresses and enchantresses they pull you in with these beautiful melodies but also lyrics that are you know it could be the answer to life itself you know enough to keep people or get people off the boats. I don't know why that freaks me out. That yeah. makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they're just imagine like sitting on a boat. It's a little bit foggy. And you just hear literally the most beautiful sound you've ever heard in your life. And then, you know, the question that's been burning at your brain is being answered. <sighs> yeah. You dive in that water and you go try to find where it's coming from, right? So anyway, they're definitely known as being dark or evil. Um, Okay, so here's another kind of like origin of the song and so and why it's sad and beautiful. So um, it's also said to be a call to Persephone, so asking her to return. So this kind of goes with the Demeter origin of – being cursed and not finding their friend. Um, They um, have also been called and referred to as the creatures of the underworld. Shocking. Um, (laughs) Which is cool because their friend is now the queen of it. You know, so I liked that kind of parallel. Oh, yeah. So they're, you know, she's the queen of the underworld. Her friends are creatures of the underworld. You know, bunch of fun there. I like how it ties in together. Yeah. Today we're going to talk a bit about um, Odysseus and the Odyssey and and the story of him meeting the sirens and how that kind of went down. Because the sirens, their charge or their curse was to make sure that no one ever crossed the strait. No one was allowed to survive. The sirens would die. If they allowed anybody to cross the strait without dying, <laughs> they the sirens themselves would have to die. So they were charged with killing Ooh. every single person who's ever come through the strait. So I I had to look up a picture of a siren. She looks like a pigeon. 
<laughs> oh my god, you're right. She looks like a pigeon. That's exactly what they. <laughs> and we'll we'll post some pictures of this on our Instagram so you guys can see pigeon women. Not with Crazy. not not what I was expecting. Literally, Haley, I typed in sirens and that's what came up for me and my mind exploded this is like excuse me it's not even I, a i typed in sirens don't don't give me pigeon women google i asked for sirens yeah. i asked for sirens the creepy mermaid ladies nope <laughs> um oh Real quick about that. So there, there's a reason that we do think about them being mermaid ladies, by the way. Um, in the classical age of art is when, you know, Greek mythology was used all the time in art. And and the stories were kind of conveyed in different sculptures and paintings, that kind of thing. And I guess in the classical age of art, sirens got a makeover and were generally were depicted as beautiful women on the rocks or near the water or on the beach. So, you know, there's a reason that society actually now like sirens, like the Starbucks mermaid is considered a siren and she ain't no bird woman. <laughs> she is not a pigeon lady. That is for She's sure. She's not a pigeon lady. She so, you know, um, it did change, but it was changes in that. It was not the original stories. So, all right. Here we go with Odysseus. So Odysseus wraps up meeting with Circe, who's this witch of an island, right? Um, and she warns him about what's next to come in his journey. And he, she warns him about the sirens and their island. Um, the island is rocky. And there is death and decay and bones and rotting flesh of dead sailors i'm assuming it smells bad yeah i i think that that should be your first because i mean if they've been there for a long time which i'm assuming they have and you have all of these the smell probably was you for miles you know you'd probably yeah. be able to smell it for miles that should have been your first damn sign like hey maybe yeah. we shouldn't go over here i know maybe we should go around um, but no, they didn't because they were warned. And so Odysseus was not interested in not hearing what they had to say, though. So he made his crew tie him to the bow of the ship. And his crew all put beeswax in their ears so they could not hear the siren song. And so they're heading through the strait and they're coming up on to the siren's island and the song begins to play. And Odysseus starts writhing and screaming and telling his crew to untie him immediately. They must untie him. He has to untie them. Like desperate, begging and pleading and screaming and ordering. And his crew just ties him tighter and tighter and tighter. And they eventually get through the strait, missing the sirens altogether. And surviving. This then lends the, the sirens the chance to hurl themselves into the sea because they did not fulfill their destiny. So that's our, 
our tale and interaction with the sirens in literature. Technically, like this is actually true. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> um, if they did hear the song, though, I just wanted to say that there was a couple of sources that said not only did the like some of the sailors would drown when they were swimming into the island, um, but it's also said that the sirens actually called them into the island to eat the men. Yuck. Because that was their only source of food. It makes sense. But so they ew. call them in to eat them. And also, like, I love that sirens have a siren song, too, is kind of the connotation of this seduct- seductress or, you know, yeah, off limits lady. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Anyway, that's I all I have for you guys on sirens tonight. That is so good. That was scared me like it got creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, yeah, sirens are scary and dangerous. They are scary. Oh, but they're scary and dangerous. So they met their doom when Odysseus escaped them. <laughs> I kind of did mine on a mermaid <laughs> a version of, course of a mermaid we both, of course we both tried to pick mermaids as our first episode yeah all right so i i decided to talk about a, a scottish folklore oh the folk i've never heard of fin folk no they actually originate from the scottish isle of orkney it this area was originally founded in 1843 and it was inhabited by the Picts before it was inhabited by the Vikings. In the 1400s, the islands became part of the Scottish islands. The story of... You've heard of Selkies, right? No, ma'am. No, okay. So a Selkie is a, a woman that has a seal skin. And she takes her seal skin off and she's a woman on land. But then she turns into a seal in the water. That's a Selkie. What? Yeah. I didn't oh, you know oh, that? Someday we'll get into Selkies. So All it right. is possible that Finfolk and Selkies at one time was the same thing. Okay. And then the story deviated. So the Sami people of Scandinavia were a nomadic tribe that roamed the northern reach of Norway, known as Finnmark. These people were very magical. They had really strong magic. Um the Norsemen actually feared them because they were considered a very magical people. They brought tales with them as the Norwegian people began to colonize other areas. The Finnar in Old Norse was said to be able to command the weather. They had great powers for healing and prophecy. And they could change into sea animals. Yeah, I don't know if it was a particular... Like, maybe they could only change it to selkie. Maybe they could only change it to seals. Maybe they could change it to whales, angelfish. I don't know. It just says that they could change into sea creatures or bears. Oh, interesting. Turn yeah. Just bears. That was it. 
like so many other places, Christianity came. And Mm -hmm. as the Norwegians were being converted, the Sami people decided that that wasn't for them. And they were going to stick with their own religion. This, unfortunately, made it very easy for those those other people around them to say that they now, their magic and the healing abilities that they had actually came from the devil. That they had acquired these powers because they weren't Christian now and they were the devil. serving the devil. It's always, and it's always the devil. They were getting this magic and power. They were shunned. Um... Nobody wanted anything to do with them because they assumed that they were in cahoots with the devil. Uh, cahoots so with as- Lucifer? No. Cahoots? No, nope, that didn't work. It that was, was a fair attempt. <laughs> Thank you. It was a fair attempt. You're welcome. Uh, now I just want to figure it out. <laughs> I know. I'm like, cahoots with Lucy. Sitting with Satan. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> The Norwegian people began to colonize other areas, mainly northern and western Scotland, and they brought tales of these magical people with them. So as far as the 12th century, there were Orcadians that were supposedly in possession of this, of these same powers. They claimed that they were descendants from the Finnar. Um, but have you ever played Telephone? When yeah. you're like in elementary or, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. So you could say something and the person, you can say, you know, I love you. And the person at the end is going to hear, I eat a bowl of ketchup. <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to change. So that's what happened with this is it basically became a completely different story. And that's where we get the the fin folk they they were tall thin they weren't ever portrayed as happy people they always were kind of sad and gloomy okay they were said to look like humans but they actually look like humans they're they have a humanoid figure and their fins leg and their body is clothing um if you were a distance away from a fin folk you wouldn't be able to tell that they weren't human but the closer you get, you might notice. Yeah, you might notice. Hey, you you look different than me. There's something <laughs> weird about you. Yeah. Right. So they also were said to have really impressive magical powers. Okay. They were really proud of their boats. Each Finn folk had a boat, and they could actually make that ship invisible. <laughs> Another Whoa. really interesting thing I read was that they could create a fleet of phantom boats. I'm assuming that it was to perhaps an intimidation factor. Um, You know, you come upon one single boat and you make it look like you have a bunch of boats when really you only have one boat. Yeah, Um, for sure. You're like, oh, I'm I'm dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's an unsettling thing. I can only imagine, you know, having all these boats surround you in the middle of the ocean. That sounds very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They were also rumored to be able to control the weather and the sea. They had excellent sailing abilities. They didn't actually need to use sails. Um, Most of the ships around this time would have used some type of sail or, you know, they didn't need that. They could travel the distance between Norway and Orkney in just seven oar strokes. That's about 200 miles in seven oar strokes. Oh, 
yeah, very, very impressive. They also were very territorial. They didn't like humans fishing in their waters near their homes. They would stir up waves. They would capsize boats. They would cut fishermen's fishing lines. Uh-huh. They would ram their boat into a human's boat to try to sink them. Jesus. One really awful tricky thing they would do is they would drill small holes into a sailor's boat and they'd let them get out to sea and the boat would fill up with water and sink and the sailors would drown. Whoa. It's really horrible. Yeah, they're not they're not really not nice. Very nice. No. All right. The sailors came up with an idea to protect themselves because there were probably a lot of ships that were sinking, men that weren't coming back. And so they decided to mark crosses on their line sinkers or carve crosses on the bottom of their boats and fill it in with white chalk. So being pagan, as the finfolk were said to be, they didn't like the cross. And they wouldn't come within a mile of a boat that had a cross on it. They had to make an effort. They had to do something. It might have been that, you know, if a ship goes down in the 16, 17, 1800s, you know, there wasn't, you couldn't just pick up a phone and say, hey, our ship's going down. So it might have been easier for the people, the families that have been left behind to Mm -hmm. say, hey, you know, John hasn't come home. He was probably taken by Finfolk instead Mm, of sad. Instead of drowned. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I say taken by a Finfolk. That was a very big pastime of the Finfolk. Is they (laughs) they abducted humans. They oh shit. They wanted to keep them as slaves, or the Finn women would want to seduce them and have them marry them so they could remain beautiful and live on land. We're going to talk about kind of um, the Finn wives a little bit. So a Finn wife is supposedly the daughter of a Finn folk and they start their lives as mermaids. They don't look like humans. They are your typical. Yeah, they are your typical mermaid. But when she reaches maturity, her tail will split And she'll have legs. So, yeah. One of the things that I read that was really interesting was that their tail was nothing more than a skirt that fastened around their waist. And when they came on land, it would turn into this beautiful embroidered petticoat. But then when they went back into the sea, it would cinch up at their feet and just hide their feet and look like a tail. I thought that was really interesting. I actually really love that description of a finfolk and how they might actually pass as a human on land. Right. Yeah. Walk so us. the women, I I wondered how they might actually get these people to come closer to them uh, to be able to abduct them. And I found out that the women would actually disguise themselves as debris. So they could like floating maybe parts of a ship or maybe some oh, seaweed. Yeah. And they would get really close to the boat and then they would snatch them out. Of the boat. (gasps) Yeah. They would also, kind of like sirens, they would sing. And they would lure these men in and then they would 
take them. Take them. But yeah, if you were a young mermaid, you really wanted to find and seduce a mortal and have him marry you because you would then, yeah, you would then live on land, have human children, um, and you would retain your beauty. If you didn't do that, you would become a fin wife. So a fin wife still has legs. She's no longer a mermaid. Uh, but her, as the years went by, she would eventually get uglier. Oh. And the the fin women, the fin folk were norm, known for their beauty. They were breathtakingly beautiful. They would crush mm-hmm. up pearls and sprinkle them on their tails to make them sparkle to be more alluring to try to yeah, get these they men. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so every seven years, a fin wife would get uglier, which I thought was really sad. So the first seven years of marriage, she'd look like a mortal woman. Nothing would really change. By 14 years, she would look like an old hag. At 21 years, she would turn into a shambling creature, no longer looking like a mortal or a fin folk. So you you really oh, wanted no. to try to find and have a mortal man marry you. If the fin wife couldn't find a mortal man, she would marry a fin man. And the tradition dictated that she had to go to shore to use her magic to earn money to send back home. The fin folk have a thing about silver. Okay. They they love silver. They They hoarded it. Uh, she would pretend, so the Finn wife would go to land, and she would pretend to earn a living by spinning or knitting. She would also have okay. those amazing healing abilities that we talked about. Um, she would cure diseases in cattle or men. And because healers were held in such high regard, they it wouldn't take them very long time to become a valued member of society. Okay. So if sometimes they would have to resort to begging. If the Finn wife wasn't sending enough money to come home or back home, if she wasn't sending enough silver home, her husband would come on land and the what I read was give her a sound beating, which is horrible, uh, that would usually confine her to bed for several days. So honestly, it doesn't you want you would try to seduce a mortal with everything you got. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, so hold on. I get to stay beautiful, live on land, have babies, and just live a normal life if I seduce a mortal. Or get stuck with a piece of shit fish man. Yes. Fish man. Yeah, so... That you want terrible. to. I would kidnap if plenty you were of a thin woman to stay beautiful. Yeah. Oh, a cool thing I've read. Um, the fishwives were said to keep black cats, but the black cats could transform into fish. So oh. if they wanted to send a letter home, they would just tell their familiar. It was considered their familiar. <sighs> She'd say, "Hey, go tell my mom that I'm okay." And the cat oh would God. go into the water and it would turn into a fish and it would take the message home. I thought that was really cool. They had two homes. 
they had a summer home and a winter home because of all that silver they were stealing. The winter home was the underwater city. It was Finfolkaheim. And this in the spring, they would travel to Hildeland. So the literal translation of Finfolkaheim is Finfolk's home. And this is what is regarded as the origin of the Finfolk. It's their ancestral home. This is the one they're the most protective of. Uh, it is said to be a underwater palace with crystal halls. It's surrounded inside and outside with ornate gardens of multiple colored seaweed. Uh, it's never dark there. So it's at the bottom of an ocean. It's not specified which one anywhere. It's just at the bottom of an ocean. And uh. it's never dark there because they have these animals that are phosphorescent and everything glows. So probably jellyfish, the grass wow. glows. So it's, yeah, it just sounds like Avatar, but underwater. <laughs> Soaring towers of coral. Um, all of this is encrusted with pearls and precious gems that they've probably stolen. They would, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, Roads were crushed up pearls in this kingdom. They raised sea cattle. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm assuming maybe it was just a manatee. I mean, sea that cows. made the most sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And they had magical seahorses. They also were said to herd whales uh, from which they harvested milk. And they had, they would go hunting with sea otters in place of dogs. Um, oh my god, that's I thought the was cutest really, thing. It was I've precious. Yeah, they have a pack of sea otters. <laughs> so in the summer, they would go to their summer home, this beautiful island called Hildeland, and that means hidden land. It's really. Mm. Yeah, the only time mortals could see this island, or it's sometimes said that it's a group of islands, uh, would be if they were lost in a fog, and then all of a sudden you're just on this island. You're right up to it, not on it, but you're right up to the shore. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see it. Okay, Another cool. Another version I heard was that you were out in the ocean. It would just rise up out of the ocean. It would just <gasps> come up out of the ocean. Yeah. No, that, that would scare me like so bad. One. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't like that one. No. So this island was thought to be a beautiful green paradise. They grew corn and barley. They also raised regular cattle here, not manatees. <laughs> <laughs> but this place was where if you were an abductee, this is where you'd go. This was your prison. So it was oh, beautiful, shit. but this is where all of the humans were taken. Okay. Yeah. Um, there is a blog that I found, um, called British Fairies, where the John, where the author, John Cruz, he tells a story and there was a man named Thoradell who lived in this area and he lost his wife. She was abducted and he wanted to get revenge. And he went to this woman on the island of Hoy and she told him how to see this hidden island. So for nine months, she was gone for nine months. He Whoa. did everything that this woman told him. And he was able to see this island after nine months. So he goes there 
he rows he rows across to this island. He fights off the Finn men. He rescues his wife, and then oh, yeah. he sows the entire island with salt so that nothing will grow there, and the Finn folk can't live there anymore. So to this day, that island is deserted. You can't. <gasps> it's actually really it's dangerous. real. Yeah, it's a real place. Stop. That's yeah. It's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> so I have one more really cool story to tell you. This is the crazy one. So in 1990, the Orkney, sorry, in 1990, the Orkney Heritage Society and the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds organization, every year they organize a ferry trip to the island of Einhollow. It's just a quick in and out. Here's the island. Walk around. There's not really anything here. So they, it was on July 14th, 1990. They have 88 passengers. Now, when you get on a ship, they count you. Yep. They, they depart. They get to the island. They land. They disembark. They count you. 88 people. They walk around. You know, they're there for however long. They get back on the boat and they count them. And there's 86 people. Two people are missing. What? So the Kirkwall police, the Shetland Coast Guard, search this area and the surrounding area and the surrounding ocean with boats, heat-seeking devices to try to find these people. What? And they don't find them. They're nowhere. They're not on other islands. They're not in Are the you ocean. Kidding? No. They finally concluded, after much searching, they concluded that they had simply miscounted the number of passengers. <gasps> but the local residents in this area said that the missing tourists were fin folk that went <gasps> home. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. To this day, the mystery of those two passengers has never been solved. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> yeah. What? Where did they go? I mean, I'm assuming they went back home, but seriously. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking they, like, got abducted or, like, yeah. you know, were pulled into the ocean. But no. No. <gasps> they were fin folk that just decided, you know what? We're living amongst people still? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So I I spent, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes just trying to find any article about this actually happening, like the search, the, you know, anything local, yeah, anything from the local newspaper or radio or anything. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, who knows? Who, who knows? Yeah, because let me see the thing. Like, I would want to know, like, were they beautiful people? Like, yeah, were they beautiful? Do you exactly. guys remember seeing what they looked like? Right. You know, like, was she in a skirt? <laughs> but I feel like you counted them three times, right? You counted them yeah. when they got on the ship. You counted them, oh, I guess two times. You counted them yeah. when they got there. Counted them when they got off. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That I seems mean, pretty. Yeah. Fishy to me. <laughs> oh, my God. You did it. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, I did it. That was a good one. I love it. That's actually the best way to end an episode. And if you don't have a pun every time you end an episode (gasps) from here out. Oh, no. It's a lot of pressure. (laughs) I don't know if I can take that pressure. I know. Now it's like. I'll do my best. (laughs) But that's that's what I've got. That's uh, that's the knowledge I have about Finfolk. 
Well, that's amazing. I uh, had no idea. I've never heard of Finfolk before. So that's really cool. So thank you for bringing that today. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, I'm still just giggling that we both did tried to do mermaids for our first one. And one of these days we're going to talk about the same thing. Oh, one of these days. It's going to be a good one because we're just going to laugh for about 15 minutes, um, which we may or may not include actually in the final cut of the podcast. And then we'll just have a kind of fun episode where we keep correcting each other and telling each other that we're wrong. <laughs> It'll be fine. Again, if you think we got something wrong or you know something or you know more about the topic that we covered and you would like us to include it in our fact check episode, we do one once a month and we will have you send an email to more than this podcast at gmail.com with your notes and your sources, maybe. Haley, you want to tell them about our social media? Yeah, check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're going to post pictures of some pigeon women and fin folk for you. And that is more than myths all run together. Uh, also, if you guys enjoyed this podcast if you could go to apple Podcasts and just leave us a review just let us know what you think that would really help us out also if you want to tell your mom about us tell your mom she'd love us she'd love us we moms lo love us that would be yeah. cool just let yeah. let you know let her know hey you should check out this podcast but thank you guys so much for listening to us we can't wait until next time stay tuned for more uh weird ass stories and a podcast for the curious yeah we'll see you later bye bye